What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Jack White in the incident, but 
<laughs> you nervous NRL 360. Yeah, he does <laughs> cover, cover him in plenty of depth. <laughs> um, I think it leaves the bunnies with an anxious grade because he could get a significant out of town next year. Well, I think Buzz Rossi's had 12 weeks. Yeah. Which is fucking massive. Phenomenal man. Um, will they be overly worried? No, because ultimately he's probably been signed as Buzz Rossi's successor. Um, but still, I mean, they... They could do a kind of a good start next season. Um, I think his defence on the field was shocking. Mm. What am I supposed to do? Um, not bite down is the obvious answer. Um, yeah. <laughs> now you can see your point. If you looked at the footage, that when Tyson Gamble was on top of him, he sort of drove himself into him like mm. a, and did squeeze the like squeeze. Mm. It was something you see in UFC, mm. maybe. Mm. <laughs> that if I did have my mouth there, I wouldn't be closing it. Yeah. <laughs> no way, but like to, to say that it's it's there's 50, 50 award and, and fifty of the other, I think it's very fit down the middle. But if your mouth is open, he's like, a he's a number for that <laughs> expression of six one and a half. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, fifty and fifty. Um. But yeah, look, uh, look, great first weekend, uh, especially the last two games. But uh, we'll power on with the power rankings. And look, I suppose we have six teams left in the top. Those teams are Penrith Broncos, Storm, Warriors, Knights and the Roosters. Um, based on the performance on the weekend. I think, yeah, Panthers and Broncos stay where they are. I think. Do you happy that the Broncos are more? just big division. Okay. Yeah, they're still the team to beat, I think. Uh, Storm Warriors Knights Roosters this will be interesting I think so if you take Panthers and Broncos out I think team in the most with the form and sort of their experience is Storm but I could be swayed to say Newcastle or the Warriors could upset if I'm brutally honest I see Newcastle as the weakest team in that six Um but we'll get to it later. Mm, yeah. I think the Roosters, well, the Roosters are, are on the back of two tight must-win games. Yeah. But as, as yeah, tight must-win games that experience for that group is is fan to them and going through that hardship. I think the Warriors losing at the weekend. It I think they're good enough team and they'll ride the wave a bit as well. They're ten back down. Yeah. Right? That's the problem. <laughs> you get you get over this hump and then you play ten and then you're fucked again. <laughs> um, for me, and I, I'll just I'll just spitfire these out. If I was, I go obviously Penrith one, Broncos ten. I go Warriors three, Storm four. They're now down top. I know they only had them for a game and a half, but I just think that could be an emotional kind of. Yeah. Could be difficult to to rectify. They are on the side of the draw where they're going to face Penrith. Um, Warriors obviously can't face Penrith again unless they get to the grand final. Fellas make fights. I think I'd actually fancy them against the Broncos. Not saying they'd win, but I think they play a lot better than most people would would play. So I will go Panthers, Broncos, Warriors, Storm, Roosters, Knights for me. And I think I would not be shocked if the Roosters upset the Storm this weekend. Yeah, yeah, good pick. Good pick. Good um, but look, that moves us on to four tackle. Uh, obviously, four games to go through and, and two games to uphold. So, so I think we've, we've rather sensibly cut it down uh, to three points. 
um, three minutes apiece. So with a phone, won't be short as on the phone. Let's put it that way. But I'll uh, kick us off, and I suppose the obvious question is the elephant in the room. But given their dominant performance at the weekend, do any of the sides, any of the four sides outside of the top two, so Brighton and Penrith, have a legitimate chance, or are we literally just waiting for <laughs> waiting for the grand final? There's two parts to that question, I suppose. I'll, I'll throw out my, my fear of this, is that probably never had a final where there was such a, a gap between the top sides and the yeah, sides yeah, in the yeah. final. Arguably the worst year it could happen because you've had a, a Women's World Cup in Australia, well received by the Australian public, and you're also currently in the midst of a Rugby Union World Cup, so it's not yeah. a good space for league to be in. Maybe it's an anomaly, but uh, I suppose that's the. Do you think the stance from is with this anomaly or or eyes on a different sport? I think Broncos have such a big following that they're arguably the team of Australia. Like you know that mm-hmm. like they're they're if they play in the final, I think there's a lot more eyes would be on them if it was a Panthers fourth time playing Newcastle or something. You know mm-hmm. that it would be less. But I think if Broncos and, and Panthers make it through and, and they face each other in the final, I think it'd be bigger. It'd probably be one of the bigger finals we've seen in, in recent yeah. times, with just numbers wise. Uh, to get to your question though, the four sides in the, on the bottom four, like I don't have a feeling, or my feeling is that the depth wise in the team is not what it is for the top two. Mm. And if they start losing players, their standards drop like if if say any of them top four lose any of their halfbacks they're in a massive hole mm. and there's so many reasons like we're going to talk about but I think they don't have the capacity or even the structure say as the Panthers and Broncos have shown us in in the whole of this like they're the outliers the whole of the league mm. the way they play the way they can bring lads in say they can mix and match teams a little bit better than other teams and they still play within their structure yeah. and how they want to play. Nothing like Panthers have a great shape. Every time they go, it's just kill you. Like they're surgical. Death by a thousand cuts. Yeah. Broncos have this attacking style, but even if they lose a winger, they bring in another winger and this winger can fit in as much as any other winger in the, or a, 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 a center or something like that. It just slots in and they play the same way. So it, it's great to see, but I think your question is, and I don't. I ultimately, I think it's going to be the Broncos and Panthers <laughs> final. I think it's it's very hard to see someone like the Roosters. Storm is probably the only one, but it's because of Craig Bellamy. Mm. There's nothing else. I think that's the only way. His experience with his uh, wily old fox leg is the only upset you could see. But I think if they got through, it'll be a, it'll be a long week. In the media, maybe, mm. and there'd be a few jabs and stuff like that to it was a Kevy or whoever, and it'd be interesting to see how he plays that. Like, but ultimately, I don't think you're looking at a two horse race in the final. Yeah, so we'll be in agreement there. Um, I think we'll see a rumble year for some magic. So, yeah, so with the Roosters, as you say, going back to back two weeks in a row, having muscling games. Injuries in the backline, a uh, backline are mounting massively. So we lost Joseph Manu to a, a, a hamstring that he actually got the week before, like, and then Joseph Soyali 
got taken off. I think mm. it was with a HIA, and I think it was a, a category one, so he's gone for 11 days, mm. which is massive. Then we figure out that Billy Smith broke his jaw halfway through the second half and played on, <laughs> so he's gone. Then there was talk of, I think it was Robert Tua, and another sort of junior coming through, did his PCL or ACL this morning. So he was in for a potential debut, like, and suffered an ACL injury this morning with training. So it's, 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 <laughs> it's not looking great. So they're still without Danny Tupo, who's mm. out. And, and then you're looking at, say, Corey Allen, uh, Drew Hutchison, Junior Palo, and Jackson Palo on the wing. Uh, the only sort of good yoke is that I think Sam Walker and Brandon Brandon Smith overcame their ankle injury sort of got a, a clean bill of health like it's not as bad as they thought it was but with <laughs> these massive I think like Joseph Manor alone I think going into a team I think or going into a game I think is a massive thing for the Irish team what do you think in in how can they go to the well again with such a devastation to the backline. Um, I think. Look, before I get into it, I do actually think it's a Billy Smith problem. Um, yeah, because he finally was getting a good start and looked a class act this season. Can they go to the well again? Yes. Uh, look, we talked about him recently, and look, I know I kind of not slated him, but kind of did call him out quite truly. But Trent Trent Robinson is that level just below. Bennett and, and Bellamy and he is he is still a very good coach there is plenty of experience Sam Walker's playing phenomenally well I think Cleary still sometimes I think the mind is able the body's not willing mm. um, so Willie really can't do it but I think if Sam Walker takes on more of the ad hoc plays it really fr- frees Cleary up to control the game a bit more I think it's an adjusted game plan, but I think there's enough of the not talent, but it's it's that minimum standard in those players that are remaining that I think they'll be okay. I think they're somewhat fortunate that the storm are down half their seed, mm. so there's there's an opportunity from there. I think that game is 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 actually going to be a brilliant game. Because the sides are fairly level and there's plenty of grit and determination on either side to, to beat the other. So I think that for me is the... So you're saying you're tipping Bristol to win? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying they've got a chance. <laughs> they got a chance. Have you said they got a chance. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. I just think that said the likes of Drew Hutchison who's becoming sort of the... Uh, Centre for them, it's just three years. Uh, Andy Scott, he's he's coming like just plug a hole <laughs> through mm. it. His big, his utility is becoming <laughs> just bigger. Downfall maybe. Yeah, uh, and look, you you've arguably had the the in form, um, drop from the season in, in Indy Car. Unreal. He chased down when they intercepted that the. the um, Someone intercepted a pass up at their line, and who was back backtracking down at the twenty? Yeah. It was Lindsay Donner was it was ridiculous. Just put him back in. I know it was the time that Teddy got sent off. Yeah, he was the second. Oh, he was the first man in to make a tackle. Like, but Teddy. Yeah. Great. Um. 
my, my this is this this is tends to be a story, but uh, look, I'll go and go anyway. I suppose look, fantastic ending someday, but I think given the fact that there was so many names out with the Raiders, big names, they've kind of really faltered towards the end of the season. Is it concerning that the Knights labelled the victory against the Raiders at home, huge home crowd, not so many travelling fans, and in the first half they were abysmal? I think it points to that they're lucky to be where they are. If they didn't go on that mad run at the end of the mm. season, and if Tonga's not playing up to his standards... Well, Tonga's not playing. Well, he's not playing this week because mm. of that injury. Like, But it was ridiculous... They showed it again. I think it was an NRL 360. Like that tackle, like his head hits the ground and he bounces about two foot off mm. the uh, after. Like, mm. and for him to play on with the history he has, even I think it's it's madness that he still got played on. I don't know. <coughs> Independent doctors. <coughs> I don't know what they're looking at, <laughs> but uh, it really caused him the game into like it, it took over. Yeah, yeah, fucking a, a plethora of complaints that will go against the game and the bunker <coughs> sorry but uh, yeah I think as you say like they they were never sort of they were never the team like that we've seen in them nine weeks <laughs> against the Raiders now fair enough the Raiders didn't play well didn't let them into the game no. tried their best like with the team they had and really put it up to the Knights but you would have thought with the losses the Raiders had that the Knights would come in in better shape into this Especially with the nine game winning streak, like you think you might the Raiders might put it up to them for a while and then they pull away, but they never pull away, they never look like pulling away. Either. Well, they, they did pull away, that's the thing, they pulled oh, away, yeah, the but then they died a death, like, yeah. So, I, I'd be look, I'd be very concerned. Uh, you look at the Warriors, and the Warriors are at home, like it, it's it's a massive game to be at home for the Warriors. Like, mm. I think that home advantage is for any other team. Maybe it's not as big, but to be over in New Zealand and that place is going to be absolutely wedged. Hopping. Wedged. Hopping. Um, they obviously looked at I know they played Penrith. They probably can win the other game. It's hard to go into that game knowing that <laughs> Penrith you should have won. Yeah. Um, but they, I think it's more that they get the second bite of the cherry. That, mm. You know, that going into that game. They know you have another week's here. Look at, let's go and fucking do the hard road and, and try and get back to the way we should be. Ten seconds left on the clock, and it's got to bear one of the great New Zealand shot. That's uh, yeah. I think it could be, be a big shot this weekend for me. Yeah. No. Uh, the next one then is the the Broncos getting that hoodoo off their back with the storm. Was it twelve or fourteen games? So we'll be up there mm. that that the storm has come away with a victory. Uh, one comfortably at the end. It's twenty six nil. Like even the nil. If it was twelve nil. If it was thirteen, like it 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 says a lot about what the Broncos thought of this game, like and what their mindset was. They weren't going to put on a show. Uh, four tries, Stag Walsh, Ricky, and Cabo, all the lads that are really outliers this week. I think Ricky's obviously taking his game to the, the next, to the next level. level. Like we all know the potential he had, but it sort of had a brain fucking aneurysm come in and just blow it out of his ass. Yeah. Like I think he was a real. He had a tendency to making a massive mistake or getting into stuff that he shouldn't get into. But just going missing. Yeah, true. Missing as well. Like there's mm. times in the field, but this, his fitness seems to be well up there. Like, mm. And he, he just seems to be getting to that, the, the work rate of a second row that you always expect of, of one of them hard bulging in the pack. 
Uh, Reynolds kicked everything. He kicked four from four and then a penalty goal. Uh, but it's just that nil against Sid that Craig Bellamy ran team. I know there's a few injuries and stuff like that, and it's it's horrible to say. Like as I said, we mentioned him before. Pap, we hope you get well. It's it's absolute. You can't really say anything more than that. Like it's it's just. Thank something. God it's not a compound fracture. I, th- I think all the reports come out that it was a compound fracture and it was it hurt about a calf crash so like we would have hollished it up but uh, yeah definitely he will come back and he's shown that he's a, a world class athlete so all is good in the road recovery on that one. but I think you can't really say more about the Broncos than we're going to say like we, we keep on harping on about them I think they are a team that are going to push Penrith the next two or three weeks of the season if they get their roster off if they're able to keep the players yeah like and uh, work their ca- salary cap to their advantage so success kind of in a salary cap go up is unfortunate for you um, I don't think it's fair to think I think it's paid on success but I think a, a, a penalty ship up there would <laughs> would put you under serious pressure to improve some of these players exactly um, there's another element to that like about Penrith having the advantage is Oh, like outside of Nathan Cleary, I firmly believe they can lose anyone and have them replace. That's what I say about players one player. Do you know that way? A generational talent that if he was in your team, he made your team 10, 25% better than it, if, even if it was a, a top 10 team, he would bring it up to that 5% more. Like Yeah, but it's just the fact that like the, the absolute mercy they have for talent in Penrith, which yeah. it's something that Brisbane don't. Yeah, they they have a golden crop, don't get me wrong. Yeah. That is definitely the nucleus of this. But if you go around, like, say, you take the Stone players, mm. the four or five Stone lads that came from Brisbane. Yeah. And they let them go. The Roosters have two. Fucking uh, Walker and Tom, who's a UCB Brisbane as well. He's up that way now. Put it, if you want to see it with one player, ultimately the stimulus for this season. And you let him walk. You you got lucky that he came back. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Like you I got lucky. But you couldn't. I don't think you could have predicted the upslope he had in that season. I know he played off the charts there against the Warriors when he got the chance. But I don't think his his expectation and his actual reality that he's playing in. I think he's overcooking it a bit for what the Broncos brought him back for. I'm not sure I agree because he's on a sizable contract. He also, when he went to the Warriors, I remember everyone, like, not only were people saying before he started playing that he was, this kid was phenomenal. Yeah. But even yeah, the Warriors talk, players. Yeah, he was talked about before he even fucking made his debut yeah. how good this player was going to be. Like. And even, like, within two weeks of playing, Roger Kubasashek was like, oh my God. I got a win, yeah, or a chance over here, yeah. So, look, I think they got very lucky there. I think the the difference between Broncos and Action Penrith for the next few seasons is is that yeah is their capacity to work from blood next or next person up yeah and and they're faster to blow up than the goal down I think yeah yeah we'll see um, how that goes so my last point uh, probably don't have to go three minutes it's a bit of a tongue and guess one just more kind of want to get your understanding of it but the whole up the pause. Warriors have taken it in good fun. Media hasn't taken it in good fun. 
disrespectful or a good point? Just kind of what I'm I think the poor man can't say anything else in a way to the media. I think they have, he's enemy number one in a way that the media are afraid of having players outspoken and having a personality. So there's, there's two elements of this. Just make it so Jerome Lewis and Jimmy Moore. Oh, yeah. But there is a song made by fans that did the women's social media up to Tag. And Penrith Panthers shared it on their social media with their players uh, coming off the field after beating the Warriors. Right. So, so he was re... He re yeah, so he's, he's doubled down in on it. Uh, up the bar, yeah, he's actually fine. Like, yeah. he's not getting slated in this. It's actually the the organization's getting slated for this. And I suppose the reason I bring it up is we always see Penrith get labeled as dancing, yeah, arrogant. Now, don't get me wrong, Jerome Lewis is the poster boy for it. Oh, definitely. But is like, how is your stance? Do you think it was just a good bit? Of I think thing? it was a good bit of banter. I think that's all it was. I think fair play to the organization to get in behind mm. and probably a local. Musician, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> you know? I wouldn't say musician. Uh, musician well, is a stretch. I, I, I haven't heard the song, but uh, it's a bit like saying the crazy frog is a musician. Yeah, yeah. But like being up there in, in like some of their social media stuff and all that, they're always seem to be on top of, mm. of everything. I think the Warriors and the Panthers probably the best in that say behind the scenes social media side. Banter. I think this season has been exceptional for the Warriors. Um, yeah. It's a cultural kind of thing. You know, what's going on? It's just, it's taken over them by storm. Yeah. Um, there's a thing on, I think it was Dean Fisher, they set up a free, I don't know who set it up, but it was in partnership with the Warriors, for a free Yaz tattoo. Right. So basically, you queue it up, you're into a big thing, you put your arm through a hole, and they yeah. give you a random Warriors tattoo. And you have 10 people there. Because that many people like they, they actually were like look we're, we're <laughs> it's eight o'clock come yeah, on people <laughs> have to go home so <laughs> that just shows you the kind of the sort of love for a club like you wouldn't get anywhere else and it's come it's it's so good to see given what they went through the last year that's it i think that as well you can't sort of uh, quantify the effect of covid to the club and the fan base over there because as soon as they were coming back you knew that place was going to be absolutely wretched yeah like the year gone like and but they were still playing rugby and their teams couldn't their fans couldn't go see them mm. like that's just like say say first two weeks of that you're like oh three four weeks later you're like oh come on like you know that way it sort of builds and builds and builds and then yeah. all of a sudden it goes we're back it you couldn't write a story like that there's yeah there's that's there's so many things that w- working for the Warriors and what they've done I also think look something that's not been talked about enough is the All Blacks have never been a sport yeah which yeah. I think is a massive element to this too but, uh, and I think yeah, like the Super Rugby is not the the say like a few years ago package yeah it's, but it's, it's I think it's it's lacking something I think it forgot what it was hmm. I, like I remember when we were kids we were looking at Super Rugby and it, it was oh my god like you can play rugby like this <laughs> like and compared to like up this way like it was really sort of structured and stuff like that yeah. like some of the highlights of some of the players like they, they used to be on like in, on, and, like they used to be fucking mad times it was the same thing in the NRL over here like but like trying to get up and watching it like some of the games are unbelievable but I just think they've fallen away and sort of gotten that they've just they have 
they're trying to rebrand a little bit and stuff like that and the way the game has gone hasn't hasn't sort of appealed to the fan like the diehard fan whereas you can go to another game and be entertained with like the spawn in the corners yeah look, there's a few other elements a wider discussion like definitely the the fall off of the Australian teams um, is a huge issue definitely the fact that the South African teams are now no longer involved yeah. is a huge issue there's loads of different reasons as well mm. um, but look it's time to go so no, they, they are working that <laughs> yeah. the little niche they have over there so fair play to them and then the last one then is like so we're just going to name name your semi-final partners uh, with the four teams playing this week the likelihood is or well, not the likelihood but the unfortunate thing is we're going to lose two of them so who do you think plays the Broncos and the finals in next week's comp Um, we just go through so the storm face the roosters this friday and then the warriors take on the knights on saturday so the two home teams are the storm and the warriors and the away team roosters and the knights but who's the way well we know who sorry so so i think the storm and roosters play penrith is it and uh, yeah Warriors can't face them again. Yeah, so the Warriors it. face, yeah, Warriors and Knights face. I think it's Broncos and uh, Warriors and Panthers and Roosters. And you're going with the Storm and Panthers. Ooh, interesting. Uh, yeah, I think I think the Warriors. I think as we all seen last week, I think the Knights they won't have like the Warriors just have too much of them. I think the way they're playing. Yeah, I think. It, it showed that this run of form is coming to an end. Ponga is probably concussed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Hasten broke down in the game, I think, as well. Yeah, he, he didn't play the second he half. He didn't play the second half. So that'd be interesting to see how they come through with this. And the teams are named tomorrow, I think, are they? Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what that happens. But uh, I think that the Warriors will have the best of the Knights. And I think, as you said, I just have a feeling like with all that's going on I think they, the way the roof, uh, the Roosters have gone about their business will stand them a bit more than say the Storm I think I think yeah I think for, for me I think I'm back in belief that that I'm not shocked that the Storm pull no, no no it's one of them fixtures that it could go either way I think I so I'd say it's kind of like for me it's about 60-40 in favour of the Roosters right now I mean that could change that could be back 15 on Friday and that could really change after tomorrow but I think <laughs> the Warriors against the Knights again I'm not surprised the Knights win but it's like 70-30 yeah. just a little bit larger a gap I just think New Zealand uh, they've lost two of their spine positions and I think you take Ponga out they're arguably the worst spine in the comp Mm. And I know there was a big comment between the, the back and forth between Tyson Gamble and Willie Mason, but Willie Mason said it was right mm. that like if you take Ponga out, he's the worst player in the country. Oh, definitely. Um, like your like them two boys are journeymen, Hastings and, and and Gamble. Or Gamble will be a journeyman. I know he left the Broncos, but if he won't be in the Knights for a little bit of time. No. And I and I think we we kind of rate uh, Hastings a little bit higher than he actually is because he had a good season at the West Blocks. But he did a good season at the Knights. Yeah, um, true. Look where they are now. <laughs> yeah, look where they are now. I 
exactly what it's been for the last two years. Um, <laughs> so he's out in order out of Mercy's Blackers. Um, but look, uh, I suppose that's the kind of the end of uh, Port Harcourt. Um, and I suppose the key point to just touch on, we've been able to pick our winners or kind of discuss at nauseam, but just to run you through the finals and kind of continue for the finals to look out for, I suppose, Cork as a good quality draw. Friday is the first game, Amy Park, Melbourne. I think they're calling it Melbourne because it's American. It's stupid. Uh, but Storm Roosters, 10.50 um, on Friday. In terms of betting, if you agree with what I've been saying at the lump on the Roosters, the Storm open up at $1.28 and the Roosters open up at $3.73. So it's, it's fascinating. In terms of the record since 1998 since the birth of the Melbourne Storm 28 wins for the Storm versus 19 for the Roosters in terms of the last match they played both were this year and the Storm were heavy winners in both so recently was round 20 the Storm proposed 2010-16 and then way back when in round 6 the Storm overcame the Roosters 28-8 I think even since round 20, these are two not wildly different teams, but the Roosters are, are a wildly different team. Uh, yeah, I I struggle to separate them mm. um, as a whole this year. I think the, the, the talk of Kelly being done as well is, is after being put to bed, I think, over the last three weeks mm. anyway. He was exceptional there, but I think mm. um, everyone would go that the Roosters team is, is in the same tree here. Yeah, I would think that he has come to the cream at the right time. Mm. Especially, uh, yeah, like anything he does is of, and he works the whole game. Like you're, you're talking about Papi, you're talking about like these fullbacks. I, he he's just gets involved in the fucking mm. hands. It is, uh, and he doesn't get the call. He's used to like he's still doing it every time. Yeah. Look, I, I'm comfortable to say that he's still one of the best, but that there's no more ahead oh, of him. Oh, there is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but on his day now, he, he is exceptional. Like, he's only no good grace day, he is exactly grace day. So I think it, the Roosters as well. I, I go with the Roosters as well on that one. I think, but as you say, don't be surprised by <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the storm. Yeah. I think there's two teams well able to beat each other. Can we argue that it's, uh, it's, Sam it's Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday, yeah. Um, second semi-final um, is Saturday 7.05 Irish time it's a bit disappointing that it's on so early um, which isn't important in fact it's going to be a normal day but look it is what it is uh, get go media stadium Auckland might surprise you um, given I think the first game is a lot tighter than this game but the odds the wires are $1.54 and the notes $2.49 is what it is going that is um yeah look it is very interesting almost neck and neck so since 1998 they've played 46 times the warriors have won 23 of those the knights have won 22 of those and they did share one draw they've also played each other twice this year rather bizarrely between rounds one and six so the warriors won the first match at 20 points to 12 and then they lost the second match at round six, and they played 34 points to 24. I think this one for me is easier to split than the other one. 
Mentioned that one of the watches, one of them is the one he's only, he's only been stolen. I just want to say massive. Good night for everyone. Stay safe and exercise. Mm. Good night, Alex. Ah, I suppose you're different. How's that? No problem. Uh, how do you sit on this? I think the Warriors just have too much for them. I think the way they play, the way they're, they're so aggressive. I think the Knights will have a hard time and this the whatever the 18th man or whatever the fans <laughs> is that place going to be banging I think but I be a great one if the Warriors whoever kicks off just watch the first pack and you know if you if the Knights are in trouble or not because I think some of them Warriors lads will line them up from the back bench and see who's there I think so line and them up coming over the plane yeah, uh, yeah. if I'm honest I just yeah I think um, like what we expected of say not expected but what we looked forward to from Feliz the season from mm-hmm. the Knights I yeah. didn't expect something similar something so similar far, yeah. uh, from Aaron Jones mm-hmm. um, well there's plenty of them that can do it though yeah. I also think of, I, I said the odds are quite tight I think those odds are going to change last week my opinion we'll see what happens yeah because there's no mention of say Ponga not being able to play, which is interesting, but uh, we'll see if he does get named. I just think, looking at that forty two after this game, I think it might be. Uh, I think look if he if he got named and he's ready to start, I think between the head and the shoulder, I I struggle to see him playing the game. Like he makes me wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he got another kick, maybe he's on his own. Yeah. But like even like he took forever to get up off the ground after the line, so I don't know what constitutes a, a concussion or a hit like that. But you could tell. <laughs> I think he showed most of the signs of. <laughs> but if that's the case, I've never been in a coach. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, look, I think that's all from us for this week. Yeah. Um, nice short one, please. Nice short one. It'll be short from here on out uh, as we come to the end. But look, plenty of good action to watch. Um, plenty of games to look into on our website this week. Mm-hmm. Don't bite yourself, though, to prove. <laughs> Don't go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Thank you and good night. Good luck. Eight minutes to go. Eight points all. Played to Kiri. He's down the left. Short pass Mitchell. Beautiful pass to Tupo. Into the backfield. Gibson to the